very vocal, is that? Proper couple of old men now, you know that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking not even funny. Really? This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and truly believes that the world is fucked. Everybody and welcome to episode 263 of Movie Drone. I'm waiting for the Groundhog, Steve. Um, I'm waiting for World War Three, Mark. <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah. nearly changed that to um, I'm off to go golfing. Yeah. Um, after uh, I just checked trousers, mate. That's all they are. The golfing trousers. I just checked like, trousers. The golfing. You came in and you're wearing golfing trousers. And I just checked trousers, mate. The golfing trousers. That's that's what they are. Uh-huh. Hey, I'm just surprised that you're wearing golfing trousers. Just check trousers. You know, you know you like golf. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, a groundhog. Just waiting for it. It's just like, isn't it? Uh, it's just work and repeat. Work, yeah. repeat. Yeah. yeah. Work, repeat. Yeah. Work. Little bit sleep. Repeat. Yeah. Wait for the groundhog. Repeat. Yeah. Good, isn't it? That's that's it now. Pretty much. That's it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's the dream we're all fed, mate. It, it makes amazing, really, isn't it? You go to school, and they're like, yeah, do really well at school. You get a job and stuff. What they don't tell you is once you're in that job, that's it. <laughs> Just keep going to bed, go work, go to bed. One day you might have enough money to retire, or you might be dead by then. And then when you retire, you realise that you ain't got as much money as you thought you had and all these things you wanted to do you can't do because you're fucked. It's great, yeah. isn't it? They yeah. have mugged us right off. Well, no, you know, we have some fun on the way, don't we? We have some fun on the way. It's not an even balance, though, is it? Let's be honest. I've had uh, at least three lottery wins in the last couple of weeks. Three lucky dips? Uh, well, I've won, a, I've won about eight pounds, I think. Right, we had but, an O'Maze win. Did you? Yeah. I don't know what that is. That. Win this beautiful house. Oh, All you yeah. have to do is buy a ticket and shit. All right. Yeah, I had a 20 quid win on that. Could have I had a voucher. Realize, oh, I didn't realise. Yeah, I don't know what I'd do with a three million pound Mallorca mansion if I'm honest. I think but that everyone sells them, don't they? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think I'd so. have to. It's the upkeep, isn't it? Yeah, it's the upkeep. Yeah, we need to can't really yeah. afford it, but uh, yeah, all right, mate. Have you been? I've been all right, mate. I, I think it's difficult, isn't it, with this this thing? This is the only thing that ties me to that Exaruni thing. It is a cesspit, mate. Is it? Yeah, genuinely, I think it's actually affecting me mentally. Genuinely, I think I need to come off of social media because the world is just full of horrible, nasty people. Is it? Well, you can't. It's you can't. horrible. Why are we doing this? It's I'm horrible gonna, out there. I'm going to have to keep you on it until you break. And I can't just work out who the good guys, who the bad guys, and there's like all this money shit. I'm watching these programs about this goggle thing that Apple have bought out. Another reason no one would need to speak to each other. And all this shit it does. How great AI is. Um, AI is. <laughs> but let's look what it can do. Everyone's using it for this bad shit, and I'm like, we are actually fucked, mate. Oh, it's the, it's uh, it's Judgment Day, isn't it? It's going to be Terminator Judgment Day. Weird. It's weird. One of my one of my ambitions in life, and I'm sure I've told you this, is to see the end of the world. And I am beginning to think <laughs> I might see it. What you need to do is find the Simpsons episode that uh, that explains all the AI, because I'm sure there is one that's going to tell right. us about what's going to happen. But yeah, it's fucked. Isn't it's it? you know, it's heading towards it. It's I can't decide it. if I should embrace it or should be. At it. It's not going to end well, is it? I used it, didn't I, to answer a question before? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, but it ain't stopping there, is it? Oh <laughs> no, I'm just. I think I am just uh, closing my eyes on that one. Right. Um, there is a, a period where I think I'm going to just aim for, and that is obviously the end of work. And I'm just going to put my blinkers on yeah. and get there, try and avoid as many people as possible. Yeah. Uh, if, if you can. Give it a go. Isn't it? One in go. Other than that, mate, I've got a new suit. I had to try a few on while I was while I was there. I've tried one on, mate, a tweed one. I, mean, I thought I was going to come out and give everyone a lecture on Longshore Drift. 
I could not have looked more like a geography teacher if I tried. <laughs> it was embarrassing. What's, what's up with all the checks? What, what you know? What's what's happened here then? Well, I've got my graduation coming up, and I and I've got to wear something smart, and all I've got is one death suit. Right, I wear for death. So you decided to go as either a geography teacher or a or a. Uh, well, this ain't my suit, mate. Golfer. Is it? This is oh, my work golfer. trousers. Yeah, don't be a dickhead. Um, my back's gone, so I've lost my sense of humour. I'm angry. It hurts a lot. It ain't getting better. Um, I've had enough of it now. Ironically, trying to pick a pair of trousers up and it went um, hurts. It hurts. I'm I'm in pain. There's a theme to this. uh, You try climbing in and out of a mini as well every morning. (laughs) Fucking hell. It's it's not funny anymore, mate. (laughs) I'm I'm bitter. Uh Might be a little bit bitter and angry tonight. I'm going to try not to be, but um, all in all, it's been, yeah, just a shit couple of weeks, really. Um, I had a nice cake today. That was good, wasn't it? Sure, some other stuff must have happened that was good. But mainly it's been ball-like. Right. Yeah, I'll tell you after. Right. Yeah, I don't want to ball people, but yeah, it's been a lot of ball-like. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to hang around, so hopefully it's a short story. I just so. won't tell you. I mean, let's be honest, you don't care. Um, so, I mean, I'll just carry on. Right. Just to be fine. Okay. How's your week been, mate? Not too bad, mate. Yeah. Thank you very much. Apart from, as I said, it's uh, it's just work and stuff and... Uh, you know, keep going to the dentist and things. I had a clean up the other day. That was good. Mm. You know what I mean? Nice little trip up there. Um, it's Valentine's Day mm. yesterday. It was. Uh, yeah, have a nice Valentine's Day, did you? Didn't do nothing. Didn't do anything? No. No, no, no. Okay, nothing at all. No. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, I didn't go out or nothing. No, I was going to say. Tell me about yours. <laughs> I didn't go out or nothing. No, no. no. But uh, no, you didn't get up to nothing. No. no. It's an interesting story if you want it. I mean, it's not interesting. I was just trying to work out. This is how an autistic brain works, right? So, Tom Littlands, his birthday. So, yesterday on half term, Cass was like, you have a friend round. Have a friend round, Tom. It's your birthday weekend. So, have a friend round. So, he had his little friend round, Lionel. Little Chinese boy he is, right? So, they're upstairs playing, and Cass was like, we'll get takeaway in. Takeaway in. Tom's brain because he's a little bit autistic, turned around and went, can we have Chinese? And I was going, Lionel, you sure you want Chinese, mate? And I'm thinking, because they would just call it food, wouldn't they? Talk about Groundhog Day for yeah. poor little fucker. And, I mean, he had a Thai green curry, but he went for it. But Tom's head was like, he's Chinese, so he must want Chinese. <laughs> now, they could have had anything. They could have KFC anything. So poor little sod had to sit there and eat Chinese because it was Tom's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I can see where his logic went. I get it. But there you go. I, he's a little bit. Mu- he must what would have he have done. done if he had two friends around and one was Indian and one was Chinese? Chindian. Never had a Chindian? <laughs> oh, mate, it's amazing. You see, like when you go to these, one of these world buffet places, right? So you have your beef chow mein, chucking some gel frazy on that shit. It is yeah. good. Yeah, well, they don't, they don't sell it like around here. Or you mean order it double? I, I don't want to say too much about it, mate, because one of my business plans when I become a millionaire is to open a Chindian. Because when you've got all these families, mate, that sit there and they're like, what do you want, Indian or Chinese? Do you want Indian or Chinese? Oh, I don't mind. What about you? Uh, Chinese? Oh, I really wanted Indian. Let's go to Mark's Chindian. <laughs> Tell you that, mate. <laughs> Fucking genius. I mean, most people just order a Chinese curry, but... Um, but this can turn up at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this can. You order the Chinese curry. Got a galley kitchen. I've got just, a I'm team just, either side. Just being devil's advocate about your... Uh, Chinese Chinese curry's not the same as an Indian curry, though, is no, it? No, but uh, I'm just trying to... You know, I'm, I'm just pretend I'm the bank manager. I'll you tell you now, mate. AI ain't got nothing on a Chindian. That is where the uh, thing's at. Fucking hell. A marathon training's going. I'm, yeah. uh, just uh, an update on that. Yeah, so I'm still doing it. I'm, I've, I've made every run. Sundays was 12 miles in the pissing hard rain. I okay. was absolutely soaked. Good job. Uh, obviously, uh, earning money for the Kent Wildlife Rescue Services, which Paul from Filmbusters oh, donated. Beautiful man. Oh, a top man. Yeah. He's a top man. I forgot to thank him last week, but he donated uh, after you posted it on there. What a top bloke. He's a top bloke. Isn't that bloke. lovely, eh? Isn't that lovely? He's a top bloke. So thank you very much to the, for that, Paul. Uh, and just to let you know, I am putting the effort in. I had a personal training session yesterday. Oh. Uh, 
I find them uncomfortable, the small talk. Yeah. Gotta be honest. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not good. But uh, you know. I find uh, it just weird like someone do they join in or do they just watch her? They watch. Yeah, no, <laughs> I ain't on board, mate. <laughs> but they then they talk and that. Well, I don't mind a bit of yoga because they're like, oh stretch your leg out and they're up there doing it and all. So you think, I'll oh, flick my leg around. She can't really mm. see what I'm up to. No, it's uh it's a bit weird. I'll run out of conversation after about the third exercise, so in between the the uh the exercises while I'm resting, I just don't say anything. <laughs> That. So it's like half hour of silence, but uh, and just wishing that it would finish. Yeah. But you know, it always does. I've only got six yeah. to go, so happy days. Cool. There we go. Well, that's it. Yeah. All right. Got any thanks, mate? Yes, mate. I've got thanks to Film Rage, Right Stuff Reviews, Keith Noakes, Mike, Mike, and Oscar WTM. Watch if you can. That's it. The rest of them are all crossed out because they're in the specials. <laughs> I've got special thanks this week to Jill Cassie, Jamie Russell, Emirate Movies, LJ Human, Ian McIntyre, Mr. Positivity and Eric, Kareem Helliwell, Brendan and Paul from Film Busters, Peter from Movie Jewel Podcast, Ryan and Glyn. So thank you very much for all the Exaruni reposts yeah. and uh, all the special interactions. Thanks. Promo, mate. Hey there, I'm Eric. And I'm Brett, a.k.a. Mr. Positivity Wolfie T. We at WTM Watch This Movie talk about old movies, new movies, we do breakdowns, we do top five lists. We also rate movies that we've recently seen on our unique rating system. That's right. We're available on most podcast apps. You can check out our website at WTMWatchThisMovie.com. And you can check us out on Twitter at WatchThis underscore movie. We'll check you later. Oh, and then he went in then. Yeah. Anyone went in. Uh, yeah, so that's our lovely friends, WTM. We still owe a guest appearance we do. to. It's quite difficult, obviously. I'm getting up at like 3 o'clock in the morning at the minute because we have to do it a bit later, don't we, when oh, yeah. we have guests yeah. on. But we will get that sorted out. Maybe I'll uh, take a day off or something one yeah. day and uh, and we'll get them on. But I, I noticed they've gone through a few episodes. They've got their um, recently seen. They've had mm-hmm. a few guests on recently. But uh, they were banging out quite a few episodes. And I noticed that they were... Uh, Bringing out snippets of old episodes. Oh, really? Yeah. Must be another one who's struggling, mate. Should we just do that? Well, I was listening to, I don't want to go too far away from WTM, but I was listening to Film Busters today. They're having a bit of trouble getting episodes out. So they've only put this, I think they've only had like two. They've rushed a couple out now. Really? Um, But they was was like, we're having the same problem as movie drones. You can't find the time. Ben's shooting a film. They're all doing all sorts of stuff like this. I think everyone's busy. And like it's promos. I look for the old promo shit. Everyone's fallen by the wayside, mate. I'll tell you. I've got a lot of old stuff on there. They've just fucked off. They've done the thing and gone, you know what? Have they? Life's hard work. Have they done the off? Putting mediocre film review podcasts out <laughs> is not our thing anymore. Mediocre? Which, like number 31 in the Apple charts. So actually, that is a lot of people dropping off then. He's a lot of people dropping <laughs> off. I'd aspire to mediocre. That'd be quite nice to it there, wouldn't it? <laughs> Um, but yeah, a lot of people struggling. Perhaps they're just all busy. Maybe we just have to put some, uh, you know, we'd have to look look back. Maybe put out a little little part of a review of the Meg or something, you know. Just, uh, my, just I think all we should again. do, my great thing would be, without explanation, just stop. <laughs> just stop. Don't answer any Twitter or nothing. <laughs> just suddenly stop. And everyone would be wondering, I wonder what happened to them. And then six months later... We'll just post an episode and carry on as normal, <laughs> not mentioning that six-month break. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like a complete Twilight Zone. We just carry on. That would be good. It would. It would. Too yeah. much planning and we know we wouldn't come back for the six yeah. months' time. But it would be funny if we did it. <laughs> just, <laughs> just carry on as normal. So, not even a mention. <laughs> so please listen to our friends, uh, WTM. Uh, you will be hearing them uh, on the movie drone yeah. uh, for the Greasy Strangler. Ooh, hopefully yeah. in the near future yes moving on mate. yes mate go on then welcome to the mark reads some film lines in some similar voices and steve has to guess the film from the lines read to get points game hashtag what's that film i forgot my wagamama story <laughs> deviated mate didn't i yeah i deviated right. why the fuck did i deviate it's always a katsu curry yeah. I had one of them fucking ramen things with oh, the no. egg in it. Oh, no. Bland. <laughs> Bland and hard to eat. What am I supposed, how am I supposed to eat that with a ladle and stuff? Yeah. i got my chopsticks all flicking around. and eat Bland. Katsu curry. Yeah. Wanker. <laughs> Honestly, don't go out for a lot of meals. Sat down. I'm, I'm having something different, Cass. Don't always be the same. Change is not good. This is like we don't like change. <laughs> Sorry. 
That's all right. I digress. I so, mate, uh, yeah. who got what and what was it? It was Shawshank Redemption. It was. I watched it like a week before mm. and I got a one or something. Didn't I? Yeah. Glyn got a five. Jill got a five. Glyn only got a one. Really? Yeah, you'll have to delete that Glyn got a five because he only got a one. <laughs> it's misread, didn't I? Now got... I've got to keep it in for it yeah. to make sense that I deleted it. You okay. know, so you know, just say you made a mistake. Made a mistake. Glyn, Glyn got, got a one. one. Kareem got a five. He's seen this one. Fucking Jamie hey. Russell got a five. He's oh. back in. He's a, he's a prolific five poster. He is. Don't hear from him. It's a five. <laughs> Boom. I'm in your inbox. Movie Jewel. They got a five. Emma got a zero. Maisie got a five. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think she said she's seen it once, but oh, uh, that was a good guess. Well good guess. Done well. Yeah. Is that it? I can make some up. No. I Sharon mean... <laughs> got a four. Nigel got a three. Beelzebub got a uh, two. Yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah. It was it was crap anyway. Yeah. So it. Um, I think Maisie said she got it because she recognised the Morgan Freeman. Don't say impression. I thought it was Martin Freeman. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I had quite a few guesses of Green Mile. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, uh, what have you got for us this week? I'm done with the, all the easy shit, mate. I've gone a bit harder this week. Let's test some of these people. So, five points. What's that film? You know what the trouble about real life is? No danger music. <laughs> is it a uh, an Adam Sandler film? No. Oh, no. Sounds like Little you're Nicky. Not, you're, not, you're, not, you're not too far off, but no, it's not an Adam Sandler. Sounds like Little Nicky. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen this one. <laughs> Oh, dear. No, I don't know. This is Little Nicky. No. (laughs) Four points, mate. What's that film? This concludes our broadcast day. Click. Uh, I'm not not interested anymore because it's not Little Nicky, no. Uh, No, I don't know. Three points. What's that film? I just want to hang out. No big deal. I sort of recognise it, but... uh, No, I don't know. Two points. What's that film? You know, my brother is a speech therapist. Ooh. Oh, eh? I saw the little thing click in your head then. It did, yeah. Uh, it's, um... It is, Steve. <laughs> hey. I, actually saw, I actually saw that drop in. Did you? You're like, your uh, head flicked around. I was like, yes. Well, that's the name of the game, isn't it? Yeah, Brilliant. two. Okay, that's good. Yeah, it's good. Well, well, well done. I've got that. Carry on. One point for everyone else. What's film? Free Cable is an ultimate aphrodisiac, Steve. <laughs> Got that one, so it had your name in it. Yeah, oh, that's lovely, mm. that's lovely. So if you think uh, you can outdo me and get uh, more than a two... Uh, Can't see many fives. No, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Who cares? Jill so, probably will. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. You know. oh, let's see. Yeah. Let's see, yeah. Um, so uh, please let us know what you got and what you yeah. think it is and... All that shenanigans uh, via DM on Twitter. Yeah, please. please. Moving on again. Yeah. This is. Got it. I thought we were going to be doing quick draw. Mm. We're, not, we're not doing quick draw again, are we? Someone stepped in with a question. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Are we, are we asking for questions anymore? Yeah, looking... I mean, it's a little bit hand to mouth at the moment. I'm not going to lie. It's like we do a little beg. Someone sends an half decent one in. Uh, yeah. We'll do the quick draw if not. Yeah, well, no matter. Might be quick draw no, next week, but okay. you know, or next two weeks. But where can people send questions to Mark? Uh, well, if we tell them, they might send one in. Oh, well, you know, send them in to Nick and Nigel at hotmail dot com. Yeah, quick draw next time, definitely. <laughs> Just uh, Exaruni, which is at movie underscore drone or via email on drone podcast at hotmail.com. I'm really, <laughs> and really, we do want some questions, so, uh, you know, send it in. Yeah. Cool. Moving on again. Yeah. This is the next section. This is the section that we love to call Question, question time. time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. Question Time. Lovely, lovely, lovely. So, uh, have you got the question? Who's it from and what's it about? It's from Glenn, wasn't it? Yeah. Chipped in and he was like, here, Stephen Mark. Love the show. It's really amazing and all that sort of stuff. I think there was some stuff in, probably not. But he just wants to know our top five worst on-screen couples in movies. (laughs) Okay, cool. 
Um, what you got then, mate? My first one, mate, and I, I'm going to mispronounce this, so but I don't care. That's what I'm going to say. It's Jake and Nitiri, Nitiri, Nitiri in Avatar. Right, so apart from the mass genocide of the Avatarians, or whatever they're called, right, well, I think we've got this love story between like a human and an Avatarian, right? And I think he falls in love, just like defends them on that basis, he's falling in love. Um, just, he's a bit of a knob and she's just forgettable and stuff. Uh, I just, I don't care. I think that's, a, they've added this, love story into a story I already don't care about and I don't care about them even more. Is this on number two or number one? I forget which one's which. Oh, they're both in, then, you know, they carry on and they got kids and stuff now, oh, little yeah, yeah. blue ones. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Good. I've got one that Jill mm? uh, has put forward. Um, it's from a film, Love Again. It's uh, Priyanka Chopra and Sam Hewen. Hewen? Right. He's the bloke out of Outlander. You know the one that makes all the girls go gooey? Right, yeah. I don't think he can act at all in that. Okay. Uh, anyway. Just so had to look it pretty. Was like, yeah. But she absolutely hated um, them two together. Mm. Um, I, th I think it's because she loves him as Outlander. Right. Um, is, is, um, he like the Mark from Movie Drone, just the eye candy? <laughs> is that all he is? <laughs> yeah, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The resemblance is uncanny. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's it yeah just just can't they just don't like them together is that a thing yeah. jealousy that's pretty much what it is it boils down I, to I imagine so I mean right. he can't act for shit so right. just a pretty man my number four mate um, Edward Scissorhands and Kim who's like Winona Ryder and stuff isn't it right um, great film but I think this was in that era of happy endings and everything had to fall into place like now uh, get to the end and he'd accidentally like stab at her death or something but it all had to be thing and you're like she's a bit young and he's a bit knifey just weren't <laughs> buying it it's stabby it's stabby I just weren't buying it imagine he, imagine how many times he would get stopped and searched in <laughs> London <laughs> yeah, in current times eh? oh how times have changed yeah can't if carry that up against the wall but yeah you know you just think I, I know we got a bloke with knives on his hands and stuff not Freddy Krueger but Edward Scissor hands and you think I know isn't that believable, but we don't have to all be happy and stuff, does it? <laughs> it's not believable because it's a fantasy film. Oh, yeah, I get that, yeah. So, but, you know. I've got uh, a couple here, but with the same leading lady. I've got uh, Natalie Portman right. in two films. Uh, one with Hayden Christensen mm -hmm. in Star Wars and another with Chris Helmsworth in Thor. Okay. I don't believe none of it. So she's a problem, is what I, you're saying? I'm not sure, really. Right. I'm not sure. I think it might be the writing in Thor, and it certainly probably has got quite a lot to do with Agent Christensen being um, as wooden as that table okay. in uh, in Star Wars. But you know, I just don't. I just don't buy it. I just think that those, those stories in those two films are what the worst things in them. Okay, interesting. My number three, mate, Cher and Josh in Clueless. Right, I used to be brother and sister, man. Like, not like blood, but it's a little bit Pornhub, isn't it? I mean, I can't, I don't really remember seeing Well, they're like ex-siblings and stuff, like step-siblings. Right. And then, like, let's kind of get together at the end. And it, that's a bit weird, it's a bit creepy, isn't it? I mean, the whole thing about that sort of uh, taboo is a bit creepy, isn't it? You know what I mean? Step-sisters and stuff and yeah. step-brothers. bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's uh, not something I watch. Yeah, no, a bit creepy, mate, not for me, that. Agreed, mate. So I've got uh, my third one, is it? It's Daniel Craig and Leia Sidhu from uh, the uh, Bond, last couple of Bond films. Yeah, I'll get that. I don't like her. No, I think when I first saw her, I thought she was a bit mysterious. There was something, an aura around her, and now I just think she just comes across a bit of a knob. Yeah, she's arrogant, isn't she? Yeah. yeah I don't really like it, and I don't think, I don't think his Bond is one that works well. With okay. an arrogant woman. Right. Gotta be honest. Didn't really right. like it. My number two, mate. I've had a little think about this one, a little think, and it's Danny and Sandy from Greece One. Right. right? And it, it, it's more like, um, do you know, he's, he's a bit of a knob, let's be honest with you. And he, he, I think he's overacting what he is, and he probably comes down to his level where he should be. 
And I, but I think she's a bit too sweet and innocent and she gets almost corrupted to be someone she's not. And I don't think that's a healthy relationship when someone's trying to be someone they're not. Right. I mean, she, she's... she's one. I suppose she changes after they die in the crash or the fan theory of where they think they die in the crash. But if they don't die in the crash, she's changed herself and I don't think that's good. He should love her through she is. You say so, mate. I yeah. do. I thought about it a lot. I'm just thinking, like, yeah. I don't think that's a real her. Okay. Um, just to try and impress him. All right. Um, my next one yep. is Jason Momoa and Amber Heard in Aquaman. Not seen it. So I watched the second one yep. recently, which I've, uh, because it was nothing to do with the podcast, I turned it off. All right. Oh, it's fucking shit. Mm. It's a terrible movie. Um, and I had to turn it off. Yeah, it's uh, she's it's weird. She's still in it. There's, there's still they tried to get her out of it, didn't they? Right. Because of the Johnny Depp thing and all that. But she's still in it. But you know, I, I'm not quite sure whether it's totally. I don't mind her, you know. But Jason Momoa, it's just no. It just doesn't work for me, you know, at all. Okay. Old Adam at Filmbusters actually did that to a podcast film this week. Did he? First one he's never watched all the way through. Really? He said I got 50 minutes through it. Fucking hated it. I wasn't watching watch? um, Evita. Oh, I couldn't watch it. Yeah. yeah, but it was so. It made me laugh because I was thinking of you. I've been. Like, I, I, I have, I've watched all of them. You have podcast. You know, yeah. I've had to sit through them, but uh, I <laughs> yeah, I he was like, "Fuck that shit." <laughs> I was like, "I hope Steve don't hear this and get influenced." <laughs> no, no, no. I'd, we 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 uh, we do watch all of them, but uh, it's been a struggle on some of them. I've got yeah. to be honest. My number one mate, Josh and Susan, from the film Big. Now, I still like that film, but it's a bit creepy, isn't it? I you mean, think about that when he walks away in his little suit and he flicks back down to being a little boy. Have you misread the uh, question? You've done just done in an inappropriate, creepy uh, relationship. Well, it's rather their worst. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, what is b- 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 worser? What is worse than a grown woman and a small boy? <laughs> I mean, let's not go into it. He wasn't a small boy to her, obviously. Well, the thing is, I, I thought about, I did think about some of these where I think, and all the ones I could think of is they're supposed to be bad. So they are the worst couples, but they're supposed to be bad. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it is creepy. You're right. At the end. It gets creepier, I think, as you get older and At you the start realising. it realize is creepy yeah. when, when, when they sort of, it's still sort of like on the, cusp of a uh, of you know that is creepy you yeah. are right but um so my last one it's a film i watched uh recently um and i've heard so many bad things about it i thought i'd give it a go and it's not a great film but it was mark Wahlberg and zooey de chanel in the happening, happening. yeah, yeah. They, they don't really go together as a couple uh, again i think that he ain't oh. good enough for her no, but I, I'm not sure, you know, it, it's it's a serious film. I think he plays these comedic films. I think he's found his, his niche now, mm-hmm. and Zooey Deschanel is also probably more... Zooey Deschanel? Deschanel, what's her name then? Oh, I, Deschanel? Just, I just call her Zooey, Zooey Deschanel. Deschanel? What, uh, is, is it Zooey it? Deschanel? I don't fucking know, do I? Well, you changed it? it halfway through. You I did two different <laughs> things, which only I, I thought I can accept that. <laughs> then you changed it, and now I'm thinking, what one is it? Uh, I don't uh, know either way. I'm covering all the bases, Mark. Okay, you know okay. what I mean? Right. I was surprised that I've said Mark Wahlberg. Sounds like right. a dog breeder, Zooey Deschanel. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. um, I think they're not both not suited to uh, serious acting. Huh. I think that, that struggles. You got any um, honourables? No, it was quite a hard question to answer, I felt. I've got a couple. Mm. Um, I've got a Cara... <laughs> You're going to pull me up on the pronunciation again. If it's you? wrong. Cara Delevingne. Yeah, that's how I'd pronounce it. And Dane DeHaan oh. from Valerian. And the other one was uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt. No Ooh, Jurassic that's a good one. Yeah. I wish I'd have thought that. That would have been on my list. Yeah, they're not good. No, they're not. No. Well, most of these in films that I don't particularly like. Which is, Shocker. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much, Glyn, for uh, for that question. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah. People still finding questions we've not got, we've not had. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. So, mate, 
Moving on. Yes, mate. We saw a film. We did, mate. We saw a film. It's currently 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15 build as an action thriller with a synopsis of one man's brutal campaign for vengeance takes on national stakes after he's revealed to be a former operative of a powerful and clandestine organisation known as Beekeepers. $34 million budget, so far grossing $134 million. This is directed by David Ayer, starring Jason Statham, Emmy Raver Lampman, Josh Hutchison, Bobby Nadiri, Felicia Rashad and Jeremy Irons. This is 2024's The Beekeeper. Clip. You're a blessing, Mr. Clay. This place was crabgrass and weeds and you brought it back to life. Mrs. Parker and I were friends. She was like family. She was the only person who ever took care of me. I just got a message saying that there's a problem with my computer. Yes, ma'am, we got this. Yesterday, she shot herself. This is private property. Do you know what they do here? Scamming the weakest in our society? Buddy, I'm counting to three. One, two, three. Here we go. Um, possibly uh, Jason Statham's worst uh, American accent he's ever done. Do you mean one? Was, was it all American? Just heard it. You know what was it all American? I what thought it was. You know, <laughs> yeah, the bit, yeah. Yeah, Sheppy. Yeah. So, yeah, David Ayer film. Air, Air, I think. Um, Fury, Training Day, End of Watch. I'd love to see another film like that, wouldn't you? Yeah. A new one like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I have to watch Training Day again. That's a great film. But, mate, what did you think of 2024's The Beekeeper? A lot I liked, mate. A lot I liked. A couple of bits I didn't. Definitely didn't. Um, but I saw this as a throwaway film. I just wanted one Jason Statham film, basically. Surely it's to the point now where you should only go and see a Jason Statham film if mm. you enjoy throwaway action films. Yeah. I, I don't understand how you can go to something like this or watch something like this and score it like a two or three out of ten. <coughs> if you're going to fucking go to a Jason Statham film... You know you get. You know, it, yeah. Yeah, but this is what I thought. And then I was like, you know what? This is better than a Jason Statham film, mate. I actually thought it was good. And do you know why I thought it was good? Because it had a fucking story to it. <laughs> it was cohesive. It had a topical story. A lot of these films just depend on carnage. And we forget what's happened halfway through. And then he's just blowing shit up, and then it ends. And I'm really—I thought he had a good story. I've actually had a good story, and fair play to him. I actually really enjoyed it. Did you not think that it was like a a rehashed sort of uh, plot, just using something that's more up to date? Oh, so, like, so like rather than rather than it being like a. a a terrorist or something or something like that's happened or someone's gone and killed his family or something you know in a, in a one of these other films they've just bought it into the 20 2023s yeah. i think so i had an original story it just had it's not st- that exciting though is it i don't know I've, i thought it held it together really nice i don't get me wrong it went from zero to like 400 mile an hour really really quickly um but i thought it had enough in it and i thought it was it was topical for me it was top. I'm on a little bit of a power hating stage at the moment. Um, people with money and power, and how they manipulate people. Well, yeah, that's, and now we're all little drones, and we're the, all after. They do it in front of us. They're even doing it in front of our fucking faces now. They're even trying to hide it. That's the thing, though. I think that they they did score points and and actually get people on board by picking a topical. Uh, making you know someone everybody hates everyone hates a scammer someone yeah. who's taken advantage and it's normally the vulnerable that you know and and that's why we don't like them we hear the stories mm. of the old ladies who have lost all their money and stuff like that you know so it's a, a good person to pick yeah to to actually sort of make a focal point as a villain so i do give them that and it's quite a wide villain isn't it normally like they're going after Sergio Romanov. Um, we're all supposed to sort of know him about, which is, is generally he's going after, I know he's going after the big boy in the end, but generally he's aiming at all these scamming things. Yeah. He's got vengeance with all of them. Normally, what you do is that you rehack them. I've, I've watched videos on Facebook yeah, of someone. Good, yeah, it's good, The man like who that. pretends to be the old lady. Yeah. And but he's winding them up. <laughs> but it's not uh, normally, you don't normally go around there and set light to it and all that. No. It, it, went, it went a bit yeah. in a bit quick. Yeah. Um, and also, I did find that the part of 
she got scammed and then she shot herself mm. all to be a bit rushed. I think that she was intelligent enough to ask someone for a bit of help first. I don't, I did not see that. I was like, what the fuck? She shot herself. Like she hasn't even fucking gone and seen him and said, can you give me some advice? Has all my money gone or rang the bank or fucking saw her daughter? She just I, shot I, herself in the head. I think it, personally, I'm not a movie writer, as you know, <laughs> but for me, I think they could have done it that he found her all upset. Then he went and got some retribution and then they retributed by then killing her and mm. then he amped it up. That, yeah. A little bit reciprocal where actually I'm getting your money back and I'm getting some revenge. Yeah. They hunt him down, but she's there. She gets killed. And now he's like, right, now the big boys have got to come out, put my B suit on, I'm going yeah. in. I mean, we so we're talking, there's like 20 minutes in, half hour in, and I've already got two things that I thought were way too over the top. Mm -hmm. You know, her killing herself that quick and him yeah. going in, doing it. So it certainly didn't hold back from the, the, the start, whether I thought that it was believable enough, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence, I think. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, I mean, it's not believable. I mean, no, he wouldn't it, have gone and done well, it. Well, I mean, so some bits are believable, I'll be honest with you. Um, I mean, it's coming across as a bit of a Marmite film. There's a lot of people I think really like this, and I'm just wondering whether it's some of the right of the Americas don't. I mean, some of the lefties are going to love it, <laughs> but the right is, I mean, couldn't. Did you know the over-patriotic ones where they're being a bit brainwashed? Um, they can't take the fact that the president might be anything less than honest and he must be telling us the truth because he's the president, greatest man on the planet. You and on. You know, well, I don't, this president or I, the last one? Pick your president, really. Right. I mean, the last one's coming back, isn't he? And we're, they're doing it again. He's, doing he's, it again. I don't want to offend anyone, but you must be a fucking moron <laughs> if you want that bloke in charge. He's definitely a robot. Oh, I reckon he's, he's AI. Mental. That's what's going on. Um, but, yeah, it's, not, it's that self-obsessed narcissism. Um but I think they did enough to backtrack and get that bit of redemption at the end where, oh, I've realised everything's wrong and I'm going to admit to it and own up to it and I'm going to be that honest politician and everyone wants. Fuck off, I you'd bury it quicker than anything. Just not to get muddied up with it and treat us drones like we're fucking morons. Did you know or realise mm. that it was a film uh, like sort of John Wick with the underground uh, special ops fucking thing did you not know that did, did no. you have any inkling going into it because i didn't i thought it was just a bloke who kept bees if i'm honest i <laughs> thought it was just a friend of the family um and that uh but i didn't realize it was going to go down that route because it did go quite deep i mean it was jason statham so i knew it was going to be he weren't going to be well, no he could have so. been ex-forces but i mean yeah. we, we actually got like a an underground john wick sort of thing you know where he was We've activated, there's a beekeeper activated and they're activating yeah. other ones and all that. And it's like... But I actually like the fact that they they sort of alluded that they... And this is where, this is, there's two parts in it that I really didn't like. Um, and it was, they sold us the beekeeper of someone who doesn't have to answer to authority and he's controlled and he's someone who likes to keep the hive in um, good order and stuff and keeps it all sorted and then they bring on this fucking moronic replacement one, and I hated her. I hate. I love the scene, but she, as much as I, these beekeepers don't exist. She weren't a beekeeper for Is me. Is this the the one at the petrol station? Yeah, yeah. quite a violent end. She oh, got. It, it was a great scene. Yeah, overall. But you sold me a beekeeper on someone who is above everyone else. Don't answer to anyone. They're not maniacal. Or supposed to be maniacal and absolutely nutcase. They're supposed to be calm, get everything back, sort it all out, and get the system running again. Yeah, she was just a fucking nutcase. I think I don't know whether I'd have preferred it if he had, had like you know, it was maybe like an ex forces, but normal forces that was just doing that. I, I'm not quite sure if I enjoyed that. I'm going to say like John Wick esque part of it. I think it went far too far at the end if you know what I, I think mean. it was too it was almost trying to double use the beekeeper thing wasn't it yeah. and I think I agree with you on that the fact that he kept bees was enough for the title the beekeeper <laughs> I don't think we then needed the hive bit and keeping nah. it but I know I know what they were trying to do and liken us to colonies of bees and we have a queen and 
the hive sometimes gets and it needs bringing back and control. I know what the metaphor was, but it was it was a bit clumsy mm. and it was possibly a bit unnecessary. And I, yeah, I mean, it would have worked either way, wouldn't it? It's yeah, just still, could, still could have written the metaphor into yeah. a, a normal film. I mean, he's back from the Meg disaster, doing what he does best. Yeah. There's what he's got a new move. Um, I say new. He's he's obviously refined it. Jill loved it. Got yeah. all weak at the knees, which was his lean back kick. To the bloke's chest or whatever. Yeah. When he when he done that, she was loving that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. giddy did she? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She was. Uh, yeah. She just couldn't stop going on about it. Oh. Back to a Jason Statham film, you know, like um, all I can sort of describe it like um, transporter and things like mm. that. When you got sort of like new moves, and he's had this. He's obviously refined this move. And it's it's now he's he's good at he? You gotta give it to him. He's good at what he does. Yeah, yeah. Um, bad accent. This one. Oh, terrible! It was bad. Terrible. I think what was the one that had two names? Was it Hummingbird slash Redemption? That yeah. thought he was bad with ac- his accents are bad. Yeah. I wish sometimes I'd just leave him as a Cockney. Just, <laughs> I mean, it's one it's one of them. Um, but going back to me, I hated South Africa Man as well. Right. Fucking hated him. Is what is it stupid? <laughs> but yeah, it was probably it was by far the best fight scene. It was brutal, and there was lots of brutals in this. Still, yeah, lots mean, of special trained officers that can't shoot. But <laughs> it was yeah, it did go a bit of OTT uh, towards the end. But um, setting stuff alight in daylight and stuff, <laughs> just walking in and doing it, and like the scene where he set that bird alight, um, not a bit of fire, didn't he? That was. Um, that was pretty hard. I, I liked it. I think they borrowed that from John Wick as well, and they the brazenness of him. Yeah, because he didn't do like sneaking up when he just walked up to them special ops guys at the thing. I was like, all right, yeah. And that's very John Wick. So they've certainly borrowed bits from him. I'm not a fan of Josh Hutcherson. Okay, still not. Um, what was it we saw him in recently? Five Nights. Five Nights. Five Nights yeah. At um, yeah, I'm not a great fan. I didn't particularly think he was that good in this. Uh, and I don't think he's probably going to do anything to change my mind. I don't think that just, he's... It was a strange character, wasn't it? Because normally you find like the leader has got a bit of something about him yeah. and he was just arrogant. I think it was, you know, he was made to be that, that big person and then we sort of, as the film went on, his stature become less and less and less because of the people that we were meeting. Yeah. You know, I mean, it got stupid going to the president at, yeah. the, at the end. But, you know, the stature of the people, the stature of the villains was increasing and his his sort of, uh, yeah, his character diminished into yeah. the background a bit. And I'm not quite sure that he, for me, is capable of carrying a, a villain like that. I didn't find him believable. I, I didn't really particularly him. find him a, a, I wouldn't even call him a villain as such. I know that was who they was heading for, but I couldn't believe someone that intelligent could be that stupid to start with and think they was that invincible and running off like a little girl. It was like even like John Wick with the um, Russian son. He had a bit of something about him. Yeah. Um, I just found him a little bit wet. Yeah, I mean, I knew that he was going to get his comeuppance. Yeah. Um, I would have preferred it to have been more painful and drawn out, Yeah. if I'm honest. I thought he deserved a worse death yeah, yeah. than he got. So I was a little bit pissed off about that. Yeah. I thought it was going to get a good one. But, um, you know, I mean, the scene, let's just get on to the scene. It was filmed a few miles down the road. Yeah. I'd like to know how much it cost to, to get there to do it and and what the, the how many people they took and stuff like that because it, it didn't seem worth coming all the way to the Isle of Sheffield. I've done a bit of research, thing, have you? I've done a little bit of research because oh. for me, like, I'm five minutes down the road. It's weird to see FBI down the road especially when they pretended it was in America yeah. I'm thinking alright so that's in America is it why have we done that well just a, a quick background obviously we've got a, a bridge it's yep. like a um, lift a, up and down lift bridge. up and down bridge yeah so the middle lifts up and down very very old it's been there for many many years and then they replaced it with like a big arched bridge that yeah. goes over from where we live to a little island um, that's called, in the film and all they're standing under it aren't they yeah yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. So, uh, to a little island, uh, the Isle of Sheppey, um, which, is, uh, which is likely to blow up soon. I think it's got that, yeah, that it's boat got, still with all the, yeah, all the uh, ammunition and that still on it. So, we're waiting for that to happen. But, uh, but yeah, so there's this little bridge. I've, I ran there when I was young, 10 years old, I think, up to there and, and back, the yeah. Kingsbury Bridge. So, yeah, that's the, just a little bit of background. We've got that bridge. And they came over and shot the scene Chucked on the bridge. a car in. 
<laughs> they did. I think they did chop one in, didn't they? Yeah. 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 But um, the CGI was shit yeah. uh, in that thing. But go on. Let's give us your background on why they came all this way to the Isle of Sheppey. Well, I was just like... Was he over there in the caravans on holiday? No, apparently a lot of it was filmed here. Oh, was it? An awful lot of it. Was it? Yeah. There was only two filming locations. Oh. It was UK and America. There was some done in America, what? but an awful lot of it was done here. What? And I did a bit deeper delving. And when you look at some of the scenes, like with the buildings and that, you can see all the double yellow lines. Okay. And they're in the UK. What? So they actually did quite a bit. Over, so they didn't like fly one over here to stand on a bridge. Because I'm thinking they must have had a bridge nearer. That's, like. that's what I was thinking. That's yeah. fucking stupid. To bring an American truck over here. Put it in the ditch and then put your FBI jackets on, do two scenes and fuck off back. Didn't seem worth it. But apparently a lot of it was done over here. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, that is interesting. It is, because I think it is a Sky film, isn't it? Yeah, more than likely. Yeah, so I think um, they've obviously got some... I think there's a lot of the industrial buildings and the office buildings that they did it in over here. Right. Mm. Well, there you go. Mm. There you go. But the scene itself, it was it was fun to see... Um, bits of uh, places that we've been. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, I mean, CGI was a bit shit when his body got dragged in with yeah. that car. I'd, you know, it was a bit put. I would have preferred a good bit of stunt work there, someone yeah. actually going in. I'm sure it would have been all they right. They could have just probably found one of the islanders. They would have done it for a tenner. <laughs> they would have done it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's they got webbed feet, so they could have swum out. A tenner and four tenant suit, but... Oh, my <laughs> Who would have done it? Yeah, they'd have done it. Just find, just find the one with the teeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whoever's borrowed the teeth that week, they can, uh, <laughs> they, they can do it. So, uh, yeah. So, I oh know, there was a lot of secondary characters. Um, I'm not so sure I really wanted them. The FBI daughter um, and, her, and her partner. You know, there was a lot of Jeremy Irons' character and stuff like that. Yeah. There was a lot of these sort of like secondary characters. I don't know what they bought to it. I, you know, I, I weren't a great fan. I weren't too keen on the daughter character. I like the Jeremy Irons character because I think it showed that link to someone who thought they was powerful and then they couldn't do nothing. I think it was sort of strengthening that link of you really in the shit because if I can't do nothing about it, you yeah, come yeah. in. And yeah. I think that was necessary for the thing. The daughter, not so much. I don't really know what she bought other than being letting him go at the end. <laughs> yeah. And and yes, yeah, but then there's also a partner in that as well. So there was like a you know yeah, another yeah. another layer in there. But um, yeah, I didn't really like her at the start when she was being a bit of a knob. I just wish Jason Statham had actually turned around and told him, told her that you know the story. Yeah, that pisses me off when that happens. You know yeah. it does when she was moaning about why were you in my mum's house and he wouldn't explain it properly. Like, Fucking just tell her the story. Yeah, and he but, didn't even have to lie, did he? No, <laughs> it was just like it's a fucking trophy knob. Yeah. But yeah, I would have slapped him. But uh, yeah. So Did you like the rooms with the money? Can you imagine that is how they are? I don't know. Like all these people hyping each other up. bit like It reminded me a little bit of Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know, because I see these pictures, I see these uh, <laughs> videos on Facebook, and it's just a lot of little Indians sat in a really shit office yeah. on their computers. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I didn't buy that it was, no, not like that. No. No, it's just sad Quite people. Quite good sets, it? though, I thought. It was, yeah, yeah. But it was just sad people, isn't it? Yeah. Sad, horrible, crappy yeah. twats um, doing things like that. Um, yeah, and then obviously uh, we had the, the president, mother and stuff, you know. Um, I, I don't know if if we'd kept the old deer alive, maybe if it had worked a bit like the first Equalizer movie. Right. Whether or not it would have worked a little bit better. And, and maybe these secondary characters because... Oh, I think she needed to die to give him enough motive. Right. And I think it was actually... A, I, th I think the motive was good. Well, I just think that it might have linked linked these secondary characters to him a bit better if they had someone to go through. Because, right. like, you know, we just had these... It was just, like, fleeting things and stuff. You know, I just didn't... I just couldn't work out these little sub-stories. Right. No, right. I'd say I think I like most of them. I'd, I'd agree with you it went full tilt too quick and I mm. think they could have double-backed and I think she had to get it to give the motive through. I love the fact it went all the way up to the top of the tree like with the president and the president's advisor. Did you? I really like that. Um, and it's these... It's not even just the people, it's the families of these people that think they're invincible. Yeah. And I, I think... All of us like to see them get their comeuppance. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to see a few more people get their own 
come up and some shit that they get away with because of the people they know. That's very topical, isn't it, with people they know getting away with things and things come out, but they're all still trying to protect each other in their little clubs. Mm. And the fact that actually this guy was there, I don't care what club you're in. Yeah, I mean, I did find it. I thought it was going to be one of these films where the bad guys get killed and the good guys get stunned. Right. You know, they get knocked yeah. out. And, and you, you can clearly see the difference between that. But it, but it didn't, did he it? He didn't it, give a fuck, did No, he? he started killing, like, Secret Service and stuff. Yeah. And I was quite surprised that it went like that. Um, but I think that was, again, another driven home message of they're all part of the problem. So yeah. he's trying to bring, even the worker bees, he's trying to... I, I, oh, yeah, I mean, I see that, although, you know, most of these people are just family men and stuff with kids and yeah. things, you know, the, the, it's not like they are really, I, I, I couldn't believe that all of them were in on yeah. these, these sort of things. So I thought that that was a bit too much because I don't think you could have let him go at the end mm. had after he'd done all that, you know, yeah. it's all right if he's killed a load of bad bricks, but once he's started killing normal people like that you, I think the ending didn't make much sense well, you have to leave it open for another one though mate didn't you? that's the law I've got I've got well actually I've got something on that um, I almost expect that we're going to this, this franchise will be taken up by WWE films and we're <laughs> going to start to get Beekeeper 2, 3 and 4 with Randy Orton or Brock Lesnar something like that you know it's just going to be ludicrous but um Oh, there was some good kills. There was a yeah. good one where a bloke fell on an iPad on his throat, yeah. quite like that. I uh, love the old ones where they stab. Like I think John Wick again, pretty much brought that in, didn't he? Where he's ramming stuff in people's throats. Yeah, yeah. So, so a lot of those. Uh, that was quite fun. Um, I didn't mind the South African bloke in the fight at the end. I didn't, no, the, like, I didn't fight like the was great. The the, fight yeah, was yeah, good, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm not quite sure. I really gave a shit about his character really um i i'm surprised that they did the super hollywood ending as i said i thought that he crossed a line where he wasn't really able to have that ending but you know it's uh one of those things isn't it that's, that's the way they decided to end it so yeah I, I think he's made enough money that they'll do another one so maybe i don't think he'll do it do you not mm, no i don't think so I he think didn't he, i don't i don't know if he looked like he was having fun in i mean one. he did the meg too yeah, maybe, but, uh, maybe, you know, I'm not quite sure. But, mm. no, that's all I've got to say about it, really. Okay. About you? 61. Okay. It was all right. Yeah. I, I, I think if I now had to watch a Jason Statham film, this one would be down the list of the ones that really? I'd watch. Yeah, okay. I think that I enjoy um, others a lot more. But, you know, it was pretty good. Jill would probably give it a bit more. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was you know it's one of those films. It's not going to get much more. I didn't I had enjoyment watching it, um, just not as much as I normally do. Okay, well I've gone in for probably a little bit more than you, mate. A little bit more than you. But for me, I thought there was a bit of unexpected depth into the story. I think they could have done better with the dynamics. But I, I mean, people with power and money being brought down, what's not to like? Fuck them. I've gone seventy two. Have you? Yeah. But I've got, I've gone in thinking it's a Statham film. I had low expectations, and you know I liked it. Well, as I said, it's pointless scoring a Jason Statham film low if you've yeah. actually gone in well, to I watch. I think it a deserves Jason a seventy-two Statham for me. Film. Okay, there we go. Watch anything else? Jaws two, three, and the Revenge. Okay. I watched the first one a little while back, and she was like, I really fancy watching the second one, and then, as you do, you watch the third one, and you watch the Revenge. Right. I think the Revenge gets a lot of bad press. I don't think it's that bad. Right. I actually think it's a watchable film. Mm-hmm. Um, we've watched uh, all the episodes of the UK Inbetweeners, every single one, and the uh, first and second films. Brilliant. They are funny. Have you ever seen the, the American Inbetweeners? No. I think they did, I don't know how many episodes they did, it weren't many, it's fucking shit. Is it? Yeah, it's so bad, you should really find it and just right. watch some of it. Yeah, it's dreamcast, it just works brilliantly. You, sh- you should just just watch like 10 minutes of the first uh, episode of The Inbetweeners okay. America, it's so bad, so bad. But there we go, right, moving on again. Yeah. This is the next section, this is the section that we have to call... Homework.
go. So this is the section where we give each other films that we love and the other one hasn't seen in the hope of uncovering hidden gems. It was me to you this week. Um, I gave you a 2023 film directed by Christopher Borgley, starring Nicolas Cage, Julianne Nicholson, Michael Serra, Tim Meadows, Dylan Gorilla and Dylan Baker. One in time of 100 minutes, box office of 8.4 million, don't have a budget, 7 on IMDb, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes with a synopsis of a family man find his life turned upside down when millions of strangers suddenly start seeing him in their dreams. However, when his nighttime appearances take a nightmarish turn, he's forced to navigate the consequences of his newfound stardom. I gave you my film of 2023, Dream scenario. Mm. I think, mate, this was on track to be my favourite Nick Cage film. Was it? It was. It was. Very clever, very original and very uncomfortable. It's good, though, nowadays yeah. to get a film, wasn't it? You remember, yeah. we, remember when we, as we said, A24, we thought we were, I thought they were going to start kicking out Blumhurst, mm. Blumhouse quality shit and said I was really looking forward to this one because it seemed like they'd found an original idea. Um, and yeah, it was. And it's simple though. <laughs> it ain't that hard to find an original idea, is it? Uh, I, I'm not quite sure that I have the imagination to do it. It's not one of my traits. Um, I've started reading books again. Right. Um, I've Novels read, or autos? No, more autos, but I've read a whole one and three quarters in the last few weeks. I've probably right. started sitting there while Jill watches her telly and I sit there at night sucking on a little bit of dairy milk chocolate um, reading a book and I've read quite a lot okay. um, starting, I'm you, starting to try and try and sort of open up that part of me uh, me brain again but I don't think I could possibly I really haven't got the imagination to sit and do it but there are people and we've met people and we've had people on this podcast who, who definitely could yeah, yeah you're right. but you see but for, it's not a complex story <laughs> and that's as what they had to roll with. even something that simple they rolled with and we got an original film. Mm. So just put a bit more work in and stop rehashing the shit. <laughs> it's uh, first two acts, mate. I thought were absolutely impeccable, absolute masterclass. Thought that was brilliant. Um, another one that's got a good topical subject to it, where people want to be famous. Exactly, they want some recognition. Well, I didn't realise that it had that undertone in it, and then all of a sudden it clicked as to what really the film is about. Yeah, you know, the, I I just thought it was like a light-hearted film about this bloke who pops up in their dreams but then when you start realizing that it is around people's need to be famous and their yeah. want to be and the consequences of what happens when um, things go wrong um, it, it it certainly was more interesting and more layers to it i don't even think this was fame so much he just wanted a bit of notoriety didn't he yeah, respecting his field yeah, yeah. but i mean it went to fame um and it was a good to show how that quick rise to fame and downfall Mm. comes and how quick that turnaround is and some of these so-called celebrities what they are dealing with and what you're inviting into your life i mean most of them do make mistakes though don't they yeah, yeah i mean this was I, I felt sorry for him because he it wasn't like he could do anything about no. you know what i mean no 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 <laughs> but can you imagine us right suddenly we get famous and they go like bbc go hello, hello Stephen mark we really like the show we we're going to make you famous and shit. New biggest podcast. And they, we wake up next morning. We're famous. Front page of the sun. Episode nine of Movie Drone. <laughs> this is what they said. And they're going, people will be going back through anything we've ever oh, said or done. You have to delete all of them. Yeah. But they, this is what the thing of... <laughs> Some of those fucking impressions that you did. <laughs> He's a, he didn't do him racist when that boy was around. Racist impressions by Mark from Movie Drone. You didn't do him while Tom's mate was around, did you? No, no. Of course I didn't. I've got a bit more respect than that. No, but I'm I, only joking. I'd, I'd they have, were lines from films. Yeah, just I know. In the but I'd have to be standing there with a finger. I deeply regret <laughs> our previous actions in our previous episodes. And we really apologise to anyone who had any... Uh, he just, but he, yeah, he's this fucking nightmare. Why people want it, I don't know. Um, I really liked it when it got that little bit more sinister. I thought that was great. I didn't see that coming. No, I don't, I don't know where that came from. Someone's got a, a decent sort of brain on them to think about yeah. that, you know, when it started going all yeah. fucking doing them in and that. It was, yeah, it was mad. But I mean, for me, the closing act lost its weight and I'm not sure I could think of a different way to do it or thing. And But I had no idea where they was going. But I just felt a bit shortchanged with the last act. 
Um, uh, in what thing? Because I didn't like the whole thing where it went down the machine. The, the, I the hated machine, the dream gadget. Yeah, I, um, I didn't. I didn't understand where that came from. I liked how it was done, but for me, it had no relation to the actual storyline because that wasn't how it happened. No, it just popped up. Didn't it, it just popped up, and mm. it just happened. And it weren't like he was a mad inventor, and then someone put it mainstream. They just totally bought these two things. Suddenly, how just because one man's done this, how can you suddenly invent this? I was following um, Kickstarter a couple of years ago because they had like a thing uh, where that encourages lucid dreaming. So lucid right. dreaming, where you obviously are aware of what you're dreaming around, and you can change the nature of your dreams in theory. And I thought that sounded fucking brilliant, yeah. and I was like, "Fucking get me in!" But uh, I, I looked at a couple of years later to see whether they actually went on sale. You know, they've all fallen by the wayside, but yeah. well, that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? I mean, it is, but oh, sad. I could imagine the advert thing happening. Like, I mean, whoever did that bit was very clever because they moved over. It would be influencers selling it. They would be cropping up doing adverts and they would be doing the right thing. And I think that is a valid storyline in another film. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it landed in this film and it just felt out of place. I was happier being in his company mm. and I wanted to see how he got on, not these fucking morons. Um, apparently it was a project started with Ari Aster. Was it? Um, which I can see. Mm. Um, and it for me, it also had similarities to Bo is Afraid with yeah. the way that the third act for me is the weakest, but the first two were absolutely brilliant. Also the, the character itself. Oh, he's you great. Know, the, the actual, yeah, the actual mannerisms and the way he looked, you know, they, they'd made him very sort of... Um, plain, I suppose, but eccentric. It was know. a perfect character for Nick Cage. I can't mm. think of anyone else I'd like to have seen play it. And he mm. didn't—he didn't put a foot wrong. Mm. Um, I loved it when he started getting his little bit of fame, um, and the way he was kind of being dragged along with it, and he was desperate to be respected for what he was doing rather than sprite commercials. I mean, that that scene was brilliant. It was the fantastic. Sp- and they like, sprite. and they're trying to get him around to doing this sprite and he was so desperate just to do his book. And that that is the extent of the fame he wanted. He was like, great, I've got this bit of fame. Yeah. I can get this one ambition thing out that I've been wanting to do with this book. And they're talking about, right, we got to capitalise on it and we got to do this. And then they was like, you might meet the president. Okay, I can get on board with this. Um, but then the way that it flipped when it all went bad and he was almost desperate for any sort of representation, no matter when it was bad and they're doing this book and it turned out it was a completely different book about him being the evil devil. <laughs> and he was like signing this. And it, it was like he, the desperation in him was great. And he come across as actually a really nice man. Yeah. And he desperately wanted to go to these dinner parties. That was the ambition his mates. To, I mean, fuck wanting to do that. I mean, it, fuck it, having a friend that you're so desperate for their attention for. If they don't want your attention, fuck them off out of it and stick with the ones you. I mean, it's, it would be weird having him there, wouldn't it? Though, if he'd if he'd murdered you really badly in a dream. But that was before. a fan. When she's sitting there and she's like struggling to eat, and he's like so happy uh. that I'm being invited to this dinner party. Oh, no one else is here, but that's all right. I've got your full attention, and she's like. <laughs> <laughs> and she just can't oh it's just it was fantastic it was really good and I was also thought the, the one of the cleverest parts for me was how he got ostracised due to complete batshit reasons <laughs> like he's sitting in office and they're saying oh, you can't see your daughter show because someone had some bad dreams about you <laughs> and he's disparate and this is how society is we're so desperate to protect people that we forget those who are actually innocent in it all. Yeah. And you get all these things where they're like, yeah, but what about their rights? Yeah, but what about this right? And the, this, the, this generation is fucked. It, it, it is. It really has gone, you know. You've gone so far over to someone's, you've forgotten about everyone else's or the general rights of yeah. everyone. And he's just sitting there like, well, you, it's a fucking dream. <laughs> I cannot control what she is dreaming about and I'm getting banned, but you could see it happening. Yeah. It all you're just yeah. like, I could see this. I yeah. could um it was so well played. Um and I just wish I think if that last twenty minutes would have been as strong as the rest of it, this would have been in the nineties. Um but I got I seventies on it, I was seventy eight. Okay. Yeah, it was good. Okay. It was solid and good. it was good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. Good. Good. 
Um, what you got for me in two weeks' time? Oh, I've got you a little film, mate. It's currently 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, one hour, 31 minutes. Builds a drama with a synopsis of three British teenage girls go on a rites of passage holiday, drinking, clubbing and hooking up in what should be the best summer of their lives. Written and directed by Molly Manning-Walker, starring Mia McKenna-Bruce, Lara Peake and Samuel Bottomley. No... Slash low budget, this one, mate. It's just going to pass a million dollar gross. Um, Film Buster's Ben recommended one. He's really, really good on this one. He's really championing it. 2023's How to Have Sex. Well, I've heard a bit about this because this is supposedly a um, really good uh, uh, debut um, for the writer, director, and also um, for the first feature film, I think, for one of the girls. Huh. Wasn't she on something like um, Tracy Beaker or something? Okay. Um, the young lad, the young lad, the young lass, right? Um, something like that. I've been, uh, I've been seeing a little bit about it in the uh, film news. Mm. So yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Thanks very much for that. No so, uh, so I'm about done, mate. Yeah, me too. You. I'm yeah. getting tired. I'm yawning a lot, but yeah. not sleeping. I'm on back. I'm flicking around. Can't even pull myself up. <laughs> I wonder what he's going to say there. You know, we just but, think. Uh, <laughs> Put your elbows out, try and shunt yourself. Ain't working. No, I mean, I ache all over when yeah. we're running, but I'm glad I ain't in the state that you're Let's in. Sit and wind your old wheel. All right, old man. shit life is. <laughs> so, mate, do you want to say goodbye? Yeah, goodbye then, mate. <laughs> See you later, everybody. See ya. Bye. Bye. been thinking mate about my favorite genre of jokes right. and stuff and i was thinking about poo jokes and you know and i thought they're not my favorite but they're a solid number two <laughs> uh, oh dear oh, i love toilet humor <laughs> oh my back <laughs> Yeah, no, a bit creepy, mate. Not for me, that. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Right. Ready? Mm. Well, you're the only one who sat on it. What, last time? Well, no one's been in here, mate. No one's been in here. No one's been in here, mate. We use this for this and that's it. It was really worth building it. Well, move the fucking chair and untrap it then. You're the one who's flicked the chair around. Fuck me. Wait, you broke it. Sits in your chair, mate. Comedy, fuck. You're like Sheldon. That's your spot. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking goes near it. Like a comedy sketch, just without the funny bit.